Welcome to the Mary D Show. I'm your host, Mary D, here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from top CEOs, thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. My intention is to bring you value in every show that sparks an idea, helps you break a limiting belief, or encourages you to create thoughts that uplevel your life so that you can know from the deepest parts of your soul that everything you want is available to you and that abundance is your birthright. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer holistically after surgery without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and exploring spirituality and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete no matter what life throws at us. My specialty in the business world is strategy and leadership, and my gift to each of you is my ability to listen so that I can help others see themselves. In each episode, I want to sprinkle you with some hope dust, tickle your funny bone, and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful, and joy-filled life now, and enjoy the show. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to this episode. I have Dr. Kelly Edmonds today. She is a visionary, a healer, and a soul whisperer. And I realize some of you might be wondering, what is a soul whisperer? And we are definitely going to talk about that today because I can also say that I have been a recipient of her magic and her soul whispering. And it's a magical experience. It's really healing. And I am so excited to bring her out to talk about it today. So, Dr. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Nice to see you again, Mary. Yes, 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 and yes. So let's start with what is a soul whisperer and why did you land on that as part of your introduction, as part of saying who you are? Like, what does it mean to whisper to someone's soul? Well, I am a channeler, so I can channel messages. I can read messages from not only this earth, but other realms. And I've always been able to do that. And so I speak directly with someone's soul. I love that. And they talk to me. They tell me what this person is about, what needs to be mended, what potential possibilities are there, maybe what they're struggling with. It's really quite interesting. It's very powerful. And the nice thing about a soul is they're always for the highest good of all. So whatever they're saying is a beautiful message that's very empowering. Yes, yes, I would 100% agree with that. So all of you know, Dr. Kelly did a group session with myself and a couple other, I don't know what to call them, like friends, but better than that, like soul family. And in this group session, which by the way, was over a Zoom call, wasn't necessarily in person. And I think that's an important note to make for people that are listening today, because if you would like your soul whispered to, just know that it doesn't have to be an in-person thing where you have to go find Dr. Kelly where she's at or fly her to where you are, but that it's something she actually can do for you virtually and that she can do groups. That's the other important part because I think that piece is also fascinating to listen to. And I think there are people who might not understand what a channeler is. So let's actually start with that for the people who don't understand channeling. Kelly, can you break that part down so that people go, oh, okay, now I can perceive and understand what a channeler actually is? Absolutely. It's like everyone has intuition. 
And some people have stronger intuition than others, and it's only because they practice with it. But we all have intuition. And sometimes we get that little voice or that gut feeling. That is a message. And it's usually a message from our higher self, our soul. I've just developed it more and more over the years to the point where now I can speak to lots of non-existing, I guess, entities, you know, humans, human beings. I also can get messages in general from the universe and you channel messages from another realm or from another part of the country and it comes into your brain, it comes into your heart and you relay that message. It's a beautiful thing to do. I mean, everyone can learn how to do this. Most certainly I encourage everybody to work on their intuition as well. There's many times I've had messages where I go, oh gosh, I don't know if I should say that because, you know, is it right? Is it true? (laughs) And it always comes out true. I mean, sometimes they're like something completely different than I ever expected to receive for that person. Mm. And they're always really quite interesting and surprising. And the thing is, is a person resonates with that message to a degree where they almost get chills in their bones, right? They just know that is the right message. And in such a noisy, busy world where there's lots of information coming at us, lots of wisdom and thoughts and buy this and do that, we sometimes lose our ability to hear our own intuition. What I do is just sort of an enhanced, extended version of running my intuition. And besides just my soul, I tap into other people's soul. So in the old days, it used to be called a psychic. Got it. Yeah, I wanted to give people a variation of that. If you all remember, there is actually a show on Netflix. And it's with Tyler Henry, and it's a show called Life After Death. He channels dead people, right? He channels people who are no longer here. So Kelly is talking about channeling like your soul and your soul's message. So that's definitely different. And I'm fascinated by it. Earlier this year, I actually went to see Paul Selig, who is also a very popular person who has guides that he channels and he has multiple like books and he literally sits there and channels these guides and it's fascinating if you ever get a chance to see it. I remember so distinctly getting so inspired by certain things, just sitting there listening to him. I would have these sparks of creativity where I was like, let me write that down really quick. And I was realizing like what a beautiful energy that brings to just be like, oh, this is actually sparking a creative peace for me, or this is sparking something in my own soul that's like, oh, we can resonate with some of this, or we're just inspired by, he said something, I don't know, that has nothing to do with what I'm inspired about, but it just showed up for me in that moment. And I love those moments. And what you said, I can confirm this from my own experience with you of how valid it was when you gave me notes of like these five hits, you know, that you got off of my soul reading, they were so magic and spot on in the way that I could go back through my own experience as we were doing the session and recount like what she's telling me was literally happening for me while I was in that meditative state. And I think that for me felt the most reaffirming in addition to the fact that everything you told me were reminders for me of what I already knew resonated with my soul. And also there were a couple things that were actually very specific that I also really love because I love specificity. I think that's really important anytime we're dealing with someone who says they're a healer or says they're a a channeler. It's like we hear that, especially because I didn't know you. Obviously, when I first met you, I had only met you a couple weeks before. And so you hear someone say that and you just go, okay, 
you know, I love to take people at face value. And also, like, is this a weird person? Is this a crazy person? Like, what's actually going on? And then you come to learn about this person and you also get to see them in their magic, which I got to experience. And then that was really like that sealed the deal for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dr. Kelly is the real thing. We need to bring her out, put a little spotlight on her and let the world know that if they're needing some messages from their soul that they can't quite hear, then it could be a really positive experience for them if they come really open and ready to receive those messages. Dr. Kelly, tell us what you did before you went into full-time soul whispering. Like, what's your history? Just so people have a background. Absolutely. I'm, you know, I had a professional background. I started off life as an accountant, and then I just got really bored with that. And I started to teach accounting at a business college. I fell in love with education, and then I pursued a number of degrees in education. So I retired about four years ago. And the last thing I did was for 10 years, I had an online business where I created online courses. I designed and created online courses for businesses worldwide. So I'm an educator technologist. And about 30 years ago, I just had this calling to explore, you know, sort of the esoteric spiritual world. This is all very spiritual stuff. And what happened is I learned Reiki, hands-on healing. And then I also learned energy healing, which is off the body, whereas Reiki, you're touching the body. And sometimes I will touch the body if I'm in person, that is, and I can feel that there's a pain or something. And then from that, my intuition just blew right open. And it was just, it was a whole year of exploring. And this was at the time when it was like called New Age. So it was probably the late 80s. So I just, you know, Buddhism and I explored all sorts of things. It was really great. And it had always been there with me. And I'm from a Celtic background and my grandma mm. can do it. And so it's that very strong in our family. Yeah. So I sort of left it aside as I pursued my own career and my education and then developed my own company, my online company. But it's come back to me now that I'm retired and it's like something I just want to do for the world. I want to help with healing. I want to just help people that are just ready to make this change and discover who they are. They want to leave the life that they have right now for whatever reasons, good or bad, but they just have this calling and they want some clarification around that. And I also do healing. So we get rid of all that emotional stuff, mm. the trauma, the blocks mm. that are in the body that stop things time and time again. Also creates more courage as well. But I just can't help but getting messages while I do healing. So I just, I don't fight it. I just make it a combination, right? I think the messages are very powerful because it gives people, as they start to open up more energetically and they start to feel better and maybe depression shifts away or maybe frustration mm -hmm. shifts away, they are just more ready to take on who they are and why they are here. And there's just been some really beautiful experiences recently I've had with clients where they're just so on the verge of greatness. That's what I call it. Out there to do something really magnificent in this world. And I love working with clients like that. Yeah. Tell me who is the perfect person to come to you. If you had to describe them, someone who is really primed to receive this magic and this channel from you, what would you say describes that person? If they're listening right now, like what cues can we give them to say, hey, let the universe tap you on the shoulder, give you a little wink and let you know that this is for you? I think it's someone that has accomplished in life. They've got you know, education skills, they have career, they've done a lot in that particular realm, but they're just not feeling satisfied. They're feeling there's something more. They're not necessarily angry or depressed or anything, but they're feeling like 
I have to do what I need to do. I have something calling inside of me that needs to come forward, but I don't know what it is. They're afraid to make that decision because it's a choice. It's a lifestyle change. It's a big endeavor. And sometimes, you know, it's not so much about huge changes. Sometimes it's just shifting. It's these people that are just ready. That's the big word. They are ready to go out there and do something magnificent in this world. Anything from creating a community garden to working mm. with Greenpeace to coming up with policy development to shifting their own companies as well, going, okay, I'm just tired of the service and products that we do. They're just common marketplace pieces. I want to do something with my company. I want to do something good. I have this idea. And just to really uncover who they are. So this whole process with me is empowerment. It's not only healing and messaging, but I also have the coaching piece as well to help the new them, the new self that comes forward with my work to start to re-enter the world. Love that. I think we talked a little bit about human design. What is your human design? Projector. A projector. Great. Which projector. projectors are here to be a guide for those of you that don't know or have heard me talk about it briefly before. And I'm also a projector. So oh, I love you. that too. I think you're absolutely a guide. And that the work you do is really beautiful in the world. Kelly, let's go back a little bit and tell me, when was this gift really showing up for you? You know, because I feel like there's so many different stages, right? Speaking of the guy, Tyler, one of his stories is around how, like, even as a child, he felt really awkward and almost like, what, when do I say something? When do I not? Because it was always showing up for him, but he didn't know how to talk about it without sounding like the parents were going to put him in the loony bin. So, where did that show up for you and in what ways did you have to go, oh, this is a gift and it's my purpose to share this? Share that whole like journey with me. I'm so, so fascinated to know how this also showed up for you as a gift. I think it came at a point in my life. I was about 30 years old and it came where I was pretty unsatisfied with life. And I, I decided I was going to take a year off. I was an accountant at the time. I was going to take a year off and I wanted to go to university and just take philosophy and sociology and all these sort of soft sciences, right? And I was thinking of doing that. I just needed to do something with my life because we were told in our family, you need to go get a career. You need to go get a trade or a profession, which makes total sense. Yeah. I had been doing that for about, well, 10 years and I was just so deeply, I hated it to tell the truth. It was not me. I mean, I do have that logical side to me and I had other professional careers. So I decided I'm going to, you know, take time off and I'm going to go to college. It just so happens at the time this new ageism was coming out, this movement was coming out, and everyone and their mothers had a crystal shop or they were, like I said, into Buddhism or, you know, native spirituality. And I just happened to be in the hub of hippie land in Canada. I'm up in Canada where it was like kindergarten for all of us, people who were craving some other, making other sense, making other meaning to life. And I just fell into that for about a year. And so I ended up, again, taking Reiki and the beautiful Reiki master. She's still a friend to this day, has these abilities, and she just opened me wide up. And that's what I do now. And my hands were tingling. I just remember that. My hands were tingling before I met her. And I went, I want to do something with my hands. I didn't know what it was. I'm not really an artist. I didn't know what it was. Well, it's Reiki healing hands, right? And I just spent that whole year and it was amazing. I had a massage bed belt for me because I'm quite tall. So it needs to be at a certain angle right. and height so I don't bend over and hurt my back. And I also 
read tarot cards and then I started reading jewelry and now I don't need any apparatus or piece to hold on of a person's in order to give these same readings. And I don't know, then life just sort of took over. You know, I had to go back to work type of thing and that sort of fell away. I mean, I've done dabblings along the way, healings and readings, mostly families, you know, at gatherings and stuff like that. But it was really great this last year to bring that all back and start on my own spiritual journey, like re-enter into that whole thing and just open wide open to it. And I just love how you said loonies and weirdos. And it's true, you know, sometimes I'm thinking, what am I doing, you know? And Putting my website out there is very public, but it's such a beautiful service I can give to people that will change their lives. It will open them up, set them on the trajectory that will really make them satisfied and happy. And my goal is to help this world heal. I know working with these people is going to help others in the long run, because like I said, the soul is always about the highest good for all. And it's not about starting a major company or movement or anything. It can be small and beautiful as well. I had this client where she just wanted to, in the end, be a mom. She was coming to me for business ideas, like what should I do in my business? And I got, she wanted to be a mom. And she had buried that. She had not told anybody that. And that's what she wanted. And so when that comes forward, you want to be a mom and you want to have a family. And I saw this child, I saw this son. And that son is going to be very important to her life. She's going to be very important to this boy. It's beautiful. I didn't expect that at all. Mm. But I go into this thing totally open, right? I have to. Yeah. I can't prejudge what I should say to this person. Absolutely. Yeah. And I found that to be a really beautiful part of your reading for me as well was around the fact that like, I also feel like I also took ownership of coming into it open. And that was even part of my practice as we dipped into turning on the music and letting you do your part on your end. As I laid there, I remember like opening with myself and saying, okay, self, we're going to be really open to this reading. We're going to be really open. We're going to let our energy be very open so that this is really easy. So this is really easy for Kelly to get in there and see what you have to say. And that part I think was also really helpful is the fact that I also went into it going, I believe and I'm going to be so open that I want this to actually be so easy for her to be able to come in and grab these messages because I want to hear what she has to say and I want to hear what my soul has to say. I definitely believe that that part of it also was really just beautiful and succinct and created so much clarity probably on your end, I'm guessing, and is oh, obviously yeah. as well as mine. And and it's so nice, right? Because there's no blocks that you have to kind of try to, no hoops you have to try to jump through. It's like, no, let me just show up and be open and ready and bless you along the process too. You know, it's like, oh, this person's going to read for me. Like, I want to bless them with full clarity and assuredness as they go into this for me too. And I felt like that was accomplished by the end of it. And so you all know, I'm not going to go through the process with you because I don't want to ruin your experience in case you book some time with Dr. Kelly. And you can book for yourself. You can book for your groups. You'll even do events. Is that correct, Kelly? Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent. I think in, in the future, I'd love to talk to you about doing one of my events as well, because I think you have a really marvelous gift that's really beautiful and it needs to be shared with more people because it's such an interesting gift. I don't know that I know another person that channels like you do. Thank you for saying all that. I really appreciate it. It warms my heart because I also made a point with you and the others that you're safe. Yes. And what I meant by safe was, first of all, you know, it's private, but safe in terms of you can open up. I'm a good energy. And I make sure I keep the good energy and I make sure there's good energy and protection around all of my clients when this is happening. Not that evil 
spirits are looking around, but if they are, it's okay, they're blasted out of there, right? And I know anyone who wants to work with me in this way, there's going to have to be a level of trust. But also I understand if there's a level of their, you know, anticipation and Mm -hmm. uncertainty. But I'm really clear on that. Like, I've learned how to do that. I've learned how to work in really good energy and protect Yes. White light around everything. And yeah. Yes. So good. Yeah. And I've learned too for myself as I've gone into this work. I've talked to many of my listeners also about even my own history. You know, my own history was growing up in a very militant type of church that was really good at beating people over the head with a Bible and how that never resonated with me. But I always felt very close to God and very like covered from a very young age. And that's not left me. You know, it's not left me even through trials, tribulations, cancer, you name it. Like, I still had no doubt. There was no doubting that God is for me. And in these situations, what I've come to learn, at least for myself, is that so many times in religion, and I'll just bucket it in that one thing, which I realize that everyone's going to have their own experience, but my experience of religion has been that there are some things that were very rigid, and there's a lot of, quote, rules, and there's also a lot of fear that's implanted around being open to other things. And also some discretion, right? It's asking us to have some discretion around what we allow and what we don't and what we feel good about and what we don't. And I remember that in particular, the church we went to was not a fan of yoga, was not a fan of chiropractic. There's so many things. And I was like, oh gosh, this is so interesting. Like, why is everything such a no? And as time went on, I realized that some of the healing modalities that they like to share with people were actually chiropractic in nature. And so if you were seeing a chiropractor, that would become very clear to you that's a modality it's using. And I thought, oh, what a manipulation. And I don't like that because that doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't feel like something I should be open to. So as I started to ask questions and started to say, what is true for me? If I take away all the noise, what is true for me? And that was my moment to also say, as I go into sessions like this, I'm also going to pray a prayer of protection. And hey, God reveal for me what's for me. And if it's not, or if it really doesn't feel good, or if it's not right, if that energy is not right, then reveal that to me too. And that's part of my own relationship with God and trusting me to talk to my spirit and understand what those things are and what to be open to and what to go, "Mm, thank you very much, I'm going to opt out. So I think that that's really important for people to have their own sovereignty in that relationship that they have with spirit and also make those discretionary decisions for themselves. And the more open I've been in these situations, the more beauty that's unfolded and the closer I've gotten to God in so many beautiful spiritual experiences that I certainly never had behind the doors of a church. I had some great experiences. Don't get me wrong. I am grateful for all of the things that led me up to this point. And I also realized there's multiple layers that are out there that I have been unleashed to versus being like, well, this is the box God's in. So make sure you got God in this box and that's where you go. The minute I let God out of the box, I went, wow, there's so much more here. And it's magic and it's amazing and it's freeing. And if it creates more connection with others, then I know it's a yes. If it brings me closer to compassion and love, it's a yes. If it's dividing me or if it's creating a wedge, it's probably a no. And that's been such a good guiding light for me in making some of those decisions 
in in hearing, you know, what all the gurus or the pastors or whatever have to say. It's like, how do I distinguish this for myself? And that's been a great North Star for me. Wow, that is so great. Yeah, you're very centered, that's for sure, and very connected. And you have such a big heart to be able to discern like that and, you know, choose what is best for you is so important. So I really applaud you on that. And I applaud other people, too, for like their own levels of discretion and what they want to participate in and what they don't. Because at the end of the day, if they hear us talking about this and they're like, oh, it feels like a no, I feel like I'll be violating all the things that I've learned about this Mm -hmm. pattern that I'm in with my belief system, then that's okay too. I am sure that spirit and God are so big and amazing that whatever's meant for them is not going to pass them by. Maybe they get it in a different way. Maybe they get a download during their song service, or maybe they're getting baptized and going down in that water is a full rebirth for them and it changes their life. You know, like I think there's other ways that it can happen. I also think that there's some really, really beautiful things that happen when we pray that prayer of, you know, God, give me discretion, discernment, and wisdom. And if that's your baseline, then you know what you're going into. You can go, okay, yeah, that felt good. This feels like, yes, this was the right thing. And I haven't been disappointed yet. And like I said, yours is the most recent experience, and it was absolutely incredible. And I I wish I knew how to bottle it up better to share it with people, but it's literally something you have to experience. And that's the only thing I can testify to is it's really worth the experience and such magic. And I just appreciate you so much in the work that you're doing in the world. Oh, thank you. I'm wondering if your listeners feel the same, that things are shifting in the world. There's almost more of a push to wake up. There's yes. almost more of a push to really become who we are. And the online world is just exploding with services like myself or like in terms of coaching, business coaching, personal life coaching. And it's because there's a lot of people starting to wake up and going, I just need to change. I just need to shift something in my life. And I'm just so happy to be part of that whole because we're going to help elevate people. I mean, imagine if people just find what they truly love and they're happy at, their life at home gets better. Their life alone with themselves gets better. Yes. Looking in the mirror gets better. Their heart gets bigger. They, they have more compassion. You can't help but start to feel these things when you start to shed away the old and start to open up. It's like you said, it's like going into a candy shop, to tell you the truth, when you start to wake up. Yes, it is. And you just don't look back. Yes. So many people are walking through life on autopilot. Or they're also saying, I don't have options, so someone else can make those decisions for me, right? If I go to a job that I hate, but I need to pay the bills, then there is an autopilot to that. It's not a very intentional, well, it's intentional in its own way, but it's not intentionally creating what you actually want for yourself. And I want to give everyone an example of that. When I was graduating high school, I knew that I did want to go to college, but I didn't have enough money to pay for it. Then it's like, okay, well, what do you do? There's a lot of different avenues, right? I can also choose not to go to school. I can go to work instead and then save up and go to school. To be intentional, I said, let me find work that will pay for school. And that's actually how I figured out where I wanted to apply for work. It's like, oh, well, there's a means to an end. I'm going to be intentional. I need someone who's going to pay for school. And then the job I got after that, they not only paid for school, they paid for books. And so here you go down this path. And then through that, I get this amazing work that I get to do with a large corporation that set me up so successfully 
for now doing work, when I get tapped on the shoulder and receive the invitation for, will you come help me run this company? I'm going, oh yeah, no problem. Because I've helped with a really, really big company. I can definitely do it in a little company. And then that became sort of my life path of helping people in their businesses. And I laugh at that because I say, how was I intentional? It's because I at least knew what next step to take and to do it intentionally. Like how do I make a next step that's very intentional? Versus like, well, I'll just go get work and like hope that money shows up so that I can go to school. Let's be a little more specific. And I think that was really helpful along the journey. And that's, you know, what I want to share with others too is like, whatever your situation is, I definitely did not grow up rich at all. Single mom for years. My mom is first generation in this country. She's a mom that I had to say, hey, like we have to pay someone to mow the lawn. We're not allowed to let our grass just grow. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, there's taxes. We pay those in the USA. Oh, okay. So it's like all of these like nuances. And I think that's really important because as people become more dissatisfied, a lot of it gives them the option to start looking at where is the dissatisfaction coming from. And some people don't know or they're not clear. And so they're looking for practitioners and people to be able to say, hey, can you give me a little light here in the darkness that I'm experiencing? And as they look around, more services like yours are available, more life coaching. Like you said, the spiritual consciousness is being raised on the planet. And I think you're right. I think of Dr. Joe Dispenza and how he's really been such a great catapult for people of understanding like the science also behind meditation, like how neuroscience works and how like your brain works when you meditate and how changing even what you think can really shift even physically what's happening in your body. Like all of those things are starting to, the science also behind them is coming out, which really is helpful, right? Because it's not just this woo movement that you can read someone's soul, but like there's actually some science and there's some like other things that happen within it that really help people go, oh, this is all energy. There's a thing here. There's a pattern. There's a way. We're just discovering it as a community and bringing it out into the light. I look back and I go, is this why we have the media the way we have it now? Meaning we can get on a live on Facebook or I can launch a podcast with a link someone can listen to instantly, right? We couldn't do this 30 years ago. And so now we can. And that information goes so fast, like wildfire around the world. And so more people get to get exposed to it and get to hear it and now can come and experience it in a way that we wouldn't have before when we're just little pockets of community. Exactly. You know, and I usually did healings and readings in person. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited and just delighted I can do this at a distance. As I've aged and, you know, practice with this more and more, my abilities have become more powerful. And that most certainly mm -hmm. is the path I'm on right now. And I just want to touch back onto what you said about intentions. Like, I get it when people go, well, it's all very nice to talk about this. I'm stuck in this job. I've got three kids and, you know, that type of thing. But your intentions were like being strategic about your life. And I just wanted to add to that. You can ask. Mm. There's always someone there to listen. God, spirit, your angels. Just ask. And it's not like if you go, okay, I want a new job because this job I have right now really sucks. And it's not like all of a sudden you're going to get a phone call and someone says, can you work for me? Sometimes that does happen. But it could be very well like that person you were like rude to yesterday or you didn't want to talk to because you felt that he or she was just intruding in your space at a coffee shop could have been the next person you could have worked for. Maybe that's how it shows up. 
Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not like obvious, here's your job, can you start on Monday right. at nine o'clock? And by the way, your wages are doubled. The universe hears it. It can only move so much stuff. There's no magic wand like that they can make things work because they're not of this dimension in terms of physical heaviness. But if you ask, keep your eyes open to the opportunities and the things that are happening around you. It's going to be different. Yes. But there's going to be, they hear you. So they're going to try and help you. But we get blinders on going that you've always seen things a certain way. You've always reacted to things a certain way. And it's not like it's bad or anything. But now you're going to have to shift your mind open a little bit and go, I think that's an opportunity over there. I never really thought about it that before, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. you you rescue someone's dog who's running up and down the street and that person becomes a very good friend who knows somebody. And, you know, things right. like this happen. We just have to be open to them. If you ask and you have yeah. intentions, like you said, that's where the miracles start to happen. Yes, absolutely they are. And I think that's the other thing too, is somewhere along the way, some of us don't learn how to ask or we unlearn it somewhere along the way. And I've also found that is another beautiful thing. And even intuitively, I tell people, try it out. The next time you lose your keys, speak it out loud and be like, all right, guys, can you guys help me find my keys? And I know it sounds trivial and it might even sound a little silly. And I'm sure your logic is taking over and you're like, oh, let me backtrack. Let me see. Oh, let me dig through all these trash cans because hopefully I didn't throw them away. But like, just ask. And you might be so blown away and surprised at how quickly those keys suddenly show up. And keys is a small thing, but pick a big thing. But ask. It's in the the energy of asking can have so much power behind it, especially if you're in the energy of receiving. Yeah. And I think that's such a big piece of it, too. This is great conversation, Dr. Kelly. You're you're amazing. The work you do is really incredible and super healing. And I want to share with everyone, you can actually find Dr. Kelly online at kellyedmonds.com. And that's K-E-L-L-Y-E-D-M-O-N-D-S. And she also has a free healing meditation on her website. So I encourage you to go grab that, go read more about her and her work in the world. Any last words for us, Dr. Kelly, before we wrap up today? Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I just, I want to tell people that for many years I was depressed and you can pretty well call me Debbie Downer. I wasn't in my element at all. So I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there where my light did not shine at all. And until you want to make that decision, it doesn't matter how you do it. Just please find your spark inside. And yes, you may be burdened with certain things in your life right now. But if you start to think about a better life, you start to envision it and you start to ask and you start to like get clear on what it is that you would like next, then it will come. Like you said, open your heart and be willing to receive because you're needed. You're needed. Your love is needed. Your light is needed. Your happiness is needed. And we really want everyone to have a really beautiful life. Yes, yes, and yes. One more question for you, Dr. Kelly, which is, what do you know now that you wish you knew before you started this work? To ask, to trust, to not be afraid of the possibilities and the potential that is out there, to shed those beliefs that, you know, I'm hard done by. Mm. I'm never going to get that. Mm. I'm dumb. I'm not pretty. I'm not, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff that really got me down and just instead of saying to myself, wait a minute, why don't I decide who I am, not other people decide who I am. 
And I think instead of dragging around that garbage and that baggage, I would have started to bloom and develop into into who I am today instead of yeah. wasting like 25 years on misery. Yeah. So good. All right. Well, with that, thank you for those final words and that share. Everyone tune in next week for a new episode. And until then, may abundance always walk beside you. May joy always go before you. And may love always guide you on your path. Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.maryd.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at The Mary D and just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page. 